Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. This is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. Great to be back on the program again with all of our listeners. So thankful that you're there and that we can be here with you. Good time to open up God's Word, study a little bit further, dig a little bit deeper, learn a little bit more, and grow in our faith. We keep emphasizing faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Central to our strength spiritually, central and pivotal to our spiritual destiny. We hold that destiny in our hands. Now, I'm not talking about we have the power that God has. I'm simply saying that God has done for us what we need for him to have done. He sent his son to this earth to die on that cross as our savior, to shed his blood as the perfect sacrifice to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Now, the response is up to us. We have to make up our own minds. Here at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, we really try to help people grow in their faith. We really help try to help people come to understand God's word and thereby his will for our lives more fully. We want to help you along that line. That's what this program is all about. Search the scriptures. We encourage you to come and check us out in person at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street, right here in Omaha. 3606 North 108th Street. Bible classes begin every Sunday morning at 9.30 for, uh, for Bible classes, followed by 10 followed at 1030 by for by worship and then it's Sunday evening at six o'clock each Sunday evening we come back together for another period of worship and Bible study Wednesday evenings middle of the week good time to set aside our busy schedules get together for midweek Bible classes each Wednesday night at 630 and thereby get our spiritual batteries recharged for the rest of the week we hope that you will come and check us out, get to know us, let us get to know you, worship God with us, study his word, and grow spiritually with us. We pray that you'll do that. Many of our radio program listeners have done that in the past, and many have stayed on with us, and we pray that you will do so as well. Now, we encourage you to tell others about the program, encourage them to listen, but we know that not everybody can listen at the, at the prescribed times that the program is broadcast over the radio airwaves. So there is an option. Encourage them to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com, and click on the podcast button and sign up for our podcasting. It is free and it always will be free. When they sign up for a podcasting, they will automatically receive to their smart device, whether that's their phone or computer or whichever device they choose, they will automatically receive Search the Scriptures, this radio program, every day, Monday through Friday. Then they can listen at their convenience. But they'll also receive a lot more Bible teaching automatically on their smart device. A Sunday morning Bible class, a Wednesday night Bible class, all of our sermons, and a short Bible study every day that we call today's Bible class. Now, that's seven days a week. It's only about 13 minutes each day. So we can fit that in almost without exception every day. And it keeps us in God's Word and thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith. So tell everybody and take advantage of this yourself. Churchofchrist.com. Sign up for our podcasting. We're going to go a little further in our study and we're trying to make the point, don't let the devil win 
in your life. Don't let him win your soul. Now, a lot of people, they need to come to, the, to grips with the reality that that's what it's about. God has sent his son as our savior to die on that cross and pay the price for the guilt of our sins so that we could have the opportunity to come to God through Jesus in obedience and faithfulness and be reborn spiritually. As we're baptized into Christ, Romans 6, verse 3 through 6, Galatians 3 and verse 27, for the remission of our sins. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Acts 22 and verse 16. Through that act of obedience, we become a Christian. We are reborn. We are made new spiritually. We are redeemed. We are forgiven. We are saved. And we can look forward to eternal life with him in heaven. Now that's what God has already done for us. But the devil, the apostle Peter describes as being like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And so that's the other side of the ledger or the other spectrum in the spiritual realm. God has sent Jesus to be our savior, but the devil is out there prowling all of the time looking for opportunities to lead us into sin and thereby our eternal destruction. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. And going back to 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, where Peter describes the devil as that roaring lion, in the verse 9 he says, we're not without hope. He says, resist him steadfast in the faith. And there we come back to what this program is all about teaching God's word, which is the basis of the development of saving faith in the life of anybody. Romans 10 and verse 17. Well, we looked at a lengthy context of scripture in Romans, uh, in Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 10 last time, where the apostle Paul laid out two perspectives. He said, and he's writing this to Christians, he's writing this to members of the Lord's church, to the church at Colossae at that time, but the message is to all who would follow Christ. And really, it's a message to all who are not yet followers of Christ, because he offers what the change could be and what the hope could be realized. And so he says, you know, you, you are with Christ, so make up your minds to walk with Christ in faithful obedience. And that means you put off all the ways of sinfulness that you used to live in. And we're not talking about the worst of the worst in terms of the sinful. There are the worst of the worst, but all sin, again, leads to eternal death, condemnation, and hell. And so some people might try to differentiate between great, big, horrible, grievous sins like murder and rape and all of that. But there is also sin that is simply using God's name profanely, cursing, getting drunk, and the list could go on and on, lying and gossiping, cheating, stealing. Sin is sin. And Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 does not say the wages of really horrible, bad 
awful sins is death. He said, it simply says the wages of sin is death. But God gives us the way out through Jesus Christ as our Savior, coming to him in surrender, repenting of our sins, and being baptized, immersed in the waters, buried with him in the waters of baptism for the remission of our sins. Read again Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 6. Now, we need to make up our mind. We need to get basic. We need to set our mind. And that's what Paul said in Romans chapter 6, I'm sorry, Colossians chapter 3 and verses 1 and 2. Set your mind on things above. We need to make up our mind that with God's help, we will not let the devil win. You have to make up your mind on an individual basis. Now, it gets basic. It gets fundamental. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Jesus extended to everybody what we call the great invitation to come to him. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. He's talking about spiritual rest. The rest that comes with knowing that you have been forgiven, that you have been redeemed through the blood of Christ, that you have been saved and that Jesus has that home in heaven waiting for you when this life is over. And then he goes on in verse 30 and he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The devil is not just a great liar, and as Jesus said, the father of all lies, but he's also a great deceiver. And so he deceives a whole lot of people into thinking, They just cannot live a faithful Christian life. They just can't do that. They can't live by those Bible teachings. That's too strict. It's too hard. You can't do that. No fun. Hard, mean life. Now, that's deception. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light in verse 30 of Matthew chapter 11 in that great invitation. When Jesus was ready to ascend back to heaven, after his death on the cross, burial in the tomb, and the resurrection therefrom, then the scripture text tells us that he walked upon this earth, presenting himself alive to numerous, hundreds and hundreds of individuals for a period of about 40 days. And then he ascended back to heaven. Now you can read about that ascension in Acts chapter 1. As Luke records his instruction to the apostles, and that's still instructions to us today, it was to carry the gospel message of forgiveness and salvation through Jesus to everybody throughout the world. And we're to do that in every generation, including this one in which we are alive right now. And so as Luke recorded that great commission, 
Jesus said that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. As Matthew recorded it, Jesus told the apostles, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age or the earth. Amen. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Mark recorded that great commission in Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. Jesus told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. Ten days later, on Pentecost, after Jesus had ascended back to heaven, those ten days before, we find the apostles, along with many other followers of Jesus, together in Jerusalem. And it was a feast day, a special feast day, special holy day to the Jewish people. And so there were Jewish men gathered in Jerusalem for that feast day from all the nations in the known world. The opening verses of Acts chapter 2 down through, well, several verses down, tell us this. And then the apostles began preaching and teaching the gospel message of salvation through Jesus Christ. Peter's words are highlighted. And so he preaches the first recorded gospel sermon as the church was established on that day on this earth. And it was pulling no punches. It was direct, it was straightforward, right to the point. It called those Jews who had rejected Jesus, had led to his crucifixion as having been guilty of causing that to happen. And he told them that they had rejected their savior. He convicted many of their sinfulness. And so in verse 37 of Acts chapter 2, many asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, what shall we do? They were guilty of sin. They had rejected their Savior, sent by God from the throne room in heaven. Peter's first response was repent in Acts 2 and verse 38. They had to accept Jesus as their Savior, believe in him with all of their heart. They walked away from him. They had to come to him. They were disobedient to his teachings. They had to obey his teachings. And then Peter said, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. They were sinners in need of forgiveness. They needed to repent of their sins, and they needed to be baptized in the name of Christ so their sins could be forgiven. They would be reborn at that point. They would be saved. Jesus offers you. He offers me. He offers every human being alive right now and whoever will be alive until he comes again in the final day of judgment. He offers us eternal life, an eternal home with him in heaven. 
in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10, Jesus said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Now, the part that is our responsibility is being faithful all the way up until and even including the point of death, if necessary, for our faith. Jesus' part is giving us the crown of life, which means eternal life in heaven. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, the apostle Paul wrote about Jesus paying the price for our redemption. Notice what he, what he said here. Ephesians 1, verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth in him. He offers us eternal life. God sent Jesus to be the Savior, to pay the price for our redemption through his death on the cross. There was a man we know as the Apostle Paul, but he was not always the Apostle Paul. He was not always a Christian. He was not always a gospel preacher. He did not always believe in Jesus Christ as the Savior. In fact, he was an enemy of Christianity. He hunted down Christians, took them into captivity, into bonds, put them on trial for believing in Jesus as their Savior. Tried to make them, on many occasions, blaspheme the name of Christ. And even voted for many of their executions because they would not blaspheme the name of Christ. They would not renounce their Christianity or their faith in Jesus as their Savior and the Son of God. But then he was confronted with his error, the error of his ways. Jesus sent a Christian man to teach him. Now, Jesus had confronted him on the road to Damascus. Saul of Tarsus was struck blind on that road. His comrades, so to speak, who were with him, and they were on their way to the city to hunt down more Christians and put them into bonds and take them back to Jerusalem and put them on trial, they helped him into the city. But he stayed there. I think we probably should understand for three days without or by himself. Now, maybe some of his co-conspirators, if you want to think of them that way, maybe they stayed with him to watch over him because he was blind and, and he was a leader among them. We're not told that particular detail, but he was there and he fasted for three days and he prayed to God to help him understand what he had seen or at least what he had heard when Jesus spoke to him on that road and as he rose up blind. Now, he was not saved at that point. 
He was told by Jesus, go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And so Jesus sent a Christian man named Ananias to teach Saul the gospel, the plan of salvation. And when he brought that teaching to a conclusion, he asked Saul, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Saul needed to make up his mind. Was he going to change his life by the grace of God? Was he going to come to his Savior whom he had violently been an enemy of? Was he going to become a Christian? Was he going to be saved through Jesus Christ? Why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. Whatever state you're in, however bad it might have been or may be right now, don't let the devil win. Don't let him win your soul. God offers you forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. Make up your mind. Don't let the devil win. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to see that however horrible a sinful life we might have been living, we can be forgiven by coming to you through Jesus Christ. Help us, Father, to make up our minds to do exactly that and to live in faithfulness until we die so that we can receive that crown of life, an eternal home with you in heaven from Jesus, our Savior. Help us, Father. Guide us, please. And please forgive us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.